Hello, I'm Julie. Hi, I'm Matt, and you're listening to American Polly. In this podcast, we will discuss intimate topics that highlight ethically non-monogamous lifestyles. We're your hosts, and we're so excited you're joining us on this adventure. Our podcast covers sexually explicit material and is meant for mature adult audiences only. Neither of us are licensed professionals. These thoughts and opinions are our own, and they should be taken as such. If you find our podcast interesting, please like and subscribe. You can also find us on Instagram or our website at American-Poly.com, where you can check out our blog, leave comments, ask questions, or become a Patreon member and get exclusive access to even more Julie and Matt. Now please, sit back, relax, and enjoy our show. Well, hello, Julie. Hi, Matthew. How are you? I am wonderful. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Had a great day. The weather was absolutely adorable outside. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And you worked worked outside today. I did. I worked on the patio. Yeah. Yeah. I was, was, I mean, I know it was beautiful out, but I was sweating my butt off. So it's okay. I got a little butt to sweat, so it's good. It's good for you. (laughs) Not the butt. I mean, you know, just the sweat. Just a sweat. Yeah. yeah. Just the sweat. Yeah. (laughs) No, it was awesome. I, I never realized. My patio is huge, and there it's like a lot to cover out there. And we added all those flowers, and we added all this stuff, and then I'm out there doing it, and I'm like, man, I'm still, I'm still deadheading like an hour later. I know. So. Well, there's so much out there now. Yeah. It's beautiful, though. It is beautiful. It yeah. is. Yeah. So it's it is. so quaint and just like yeah. delightful to be out there. It is wonderful. Yeah. Are you ready to talk about our next podcast? I, I am, but I would like to say something first. Sure. I would just like to give a big shout out to all all the people who are listening and all the downloads we've had. And it's just been incredible. We just seem to be growing quicker and quicker. And it's just, we would like to thank you. Yes, especially we got some feedback, some, some really good um, positive and constructive criticism feedback from someone. And we just want to say thank you yeah. because that really helps us. So Absolutely. helps us figure out if we are, you know, talking about things you want to hear about or if you guys are like, shut up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's great. So, it's really maybe not shut up. You know what I mean? Yeah. We've been there and done that. Hurt. Right. Exactly. And it is hard sometimes in the lifestyle when you were doing these podcasts, we don't want to overlap other people. There are a lot of podcasts out there. And so we try not to, um, we don't want to, we don't want to all talk about the same thing, right? We want to bring something new to the table. Yeah. And so we're, we're always trying to make sure that our stuff is somewhat fresh or at least it's our version of what we think about a topic and not, mm-hmm. you know, anyone else's or we don't just want to quote you statistics and things. We actually want it to be like from a perspective of a couple who. Our, our perspective. Right. And as we apply it to yeah. the lifestyle. So. Absolutely. So we're going to talk about stigmas tonight. Stigmas? Yes. You know, those things that you get in your eye a little bit that kind of... The sty. No, 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 not not a sty. Not a sty. But you know how... Have you ever been... Now, I know you're going to answer me yes on this, but in this lifestyle, have you ever felt judged? Oh, but yes. Right? Absolutely. All the time. Yeah. Yeah. And so we feel like, and when it comes to the lifestyle, people need to check their judgment at the door. I agree. I mean, it's hard. I think it's hard not to. Right. Um, I know when we first kind of got into this, we would go to a party or an event or something. And I'll never forget the first event. This one particular group that we went to in this very first event that we went to, 
and we don't typically arrive when we arrive we don't we're not oh it starts at six we'll be there at uh, 5 45. okay let me interject something here if it were up to julie we'd be there at 5 45. we'd be on time at an event though well okay maybe 6 15. yeah but i'm on time yeah okay I mean, that's fine <laughs> that's neither we're not talking about my punctuality so <laughs> but no so listen but when <laughs> I love him so much. <laughs> okay. So moving on. We typically meet and greets. We kind of, we don't get there right at the very beginning because we want, we don't want to be the first people there. No and, one does. Yeah. So we typically arrive a little bit late. So the very first event that we went to, we got there and I guess the party had started earlier in the day and we did not know this. We didn't, it was a very spur of the moment decision that we made to go to this event. Long story short, there were people in various stages of undressed that we weren't expecting at such an early hour. And well, we'd never been to an event where people got naked. True. That was our first time going to something where it wasn't like a meet and greet or like a party at a bar or a public place. True. So, yeah, we were not expecting. It never even occurred to me that people would play on premise. True. And I think the, the biggest shocker of the night was the the woman who was wearing the rope bikini that was pretty hot i was it looked terribly uncomfortable but it did look very uncomfortable however i was very surprised to see her wearing it mm -hmm. i wasn't expecting that i was expecting more of a meet and greet type of thing i wasn't expecting to see so many people playing and so much nudity um, so did you feel like you were judged for not being nude or did you feel like you were judging people for being oh nude? i was totally judging <laughs> i mean i was i really was i mean i was like i, I just felt like I was being very judgmental of people and mm -hmm. I didn't know them. And at that time, now, since we've been back to this event several times, I have since realized that this, this group is more open and, and, you know, things are, it's more risque. It is. It's more risque, but it's also super accepting. It is. I mean, of all is... walks of life, all ages, all sizes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, I make no bones about the fact that I'm not a small Barbie doll girl and I, totally would feel comfortable at that event yeah in various stages of undress well we have been at that event right zero stages of undress we have been yeah yeah and it's all good yeah it's all good yeah so it's pretty interesting right but so, yeah i mean looking back and now when we were talking about this is this topic for a podcast it was like it was kind of one of those things where i re was reflecting and it was like oh i really was judgmental mm -hmm. You know, and, and I think there's a lot of stigmas about that, right? Mm -hmm, absolutely. So, so we're hoping to cover some of those things tonight. Yeah. And we may not cover every little single, you know, stigmatism that you run across in the lifestyle, but right. we wanted to talk about some of the things that we have run across and some of the things that we've we've thought and maybe, you know, felt while exploring. Yes. And so I kind of have this broken down into a few different categories because, I mean, if we talked about stigmas, we could be talking about this forever because there's so many when when there's an ability to be judged on something there's just there's so many opinions and there's so many different avenues that that can take absolutely i think when i first got into the lifestyle one of the biggest stigmas that i dealt with was from my family and friends and it's still for a lot of people like right. you know like hey we don't want any of vanilla people we don't want to come out to anybody but you know if we meet somebody and it's like they have they know the secret handshake then we're all good but <laughs> you, you know i mean I, I think it's just not that you walk up to somebody hey you know we're we're in open relationships or we're swingers or whatever right i think there's still a big stigma about this yes this just happened to me the other day at lunch 
I was at a group work lunch and I've slowly started kind of sort of coming out to some of the people that I work with. And I work in a very small office. There's just like maybe a half a dozen of us, eight, I think. And uh, a few of them kind of already know about our open relationship, E&M type mm-hmm. relationship, but um, several of them don't. And I did let one of the people, we were talking about relationships. We were talking about her boyfriend, my boyfriend, which feels weird to call me out a boyfriend some days, but you know what it is, what it is. So, right. <laughs> it's kind of like, I feel high school when I say that. But uh, I was, we were talking about this and I said, well, you know, Matt and I are ethically non-monogamous. And she's like, what? So you're swingers? And I was like, well, I mean, that's one branch of it, but it's a little more all-encompassing than that. And uh, she's younger, of course, and so she was very flippant about it. And then someone else at the lunch at the table, we were all out at this restaurant having a birthday lunch for the office, and one of the guys at the table was single, and he wanted to go to some event, and uh, he's like, oh, I don't have anybody to go with me, and I probably wouldn't go, and. So the girl goes, well, you should just take, you should just take Julie because, you know, she's in an E&M relationship, so she'll go with you. And I was like, well, that, that's not really how that works. Right. <laughs> so, but I felt in that moment that one, she didn't get it. And two, she's just assuming, and therefore it's a stigma, right? That because I'm in an open relationship with Matt, I'm free and available to go out with every single man. I shouldn't care. I can go out. I can, I'll just, you know, it doesn't matter if I connect with them or not. Just go. Yeah, I, I think that. Right? I think I think that's very appropriate. Yeah, um, and I was kind of like a little insulted and a little like didn't know what to say. Yeah, I could totally so, see that, and I think that's the thing. It's like, oh, you, you're an open relationship, or you're a swinger, or you can you just have sex with anybody. I was like, mm, no, actually, right? my standards are kind of high. <laughs> Thank God for some standard. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I'm just saying, I, I mean, I have certainly met people who um, have been into me and I'm like, you know, you're a nice person, but I'm just not really feeling the connection. And for yeah. me, I need to feel a connection with someone. Chemistry is important. And that's the thing is like, you can be a wonderful person. The person who is into you can be a really nice person at heart. But if the chemistry, if that chemical reaction, that spark isn't there, mm-hmm. and then it's just two really nice people. And I, for the life of me, don't understand why. It can't just be a, let's just be friends. You're a great person. I'm a great person. We can be friends. I don't want to be your lover because I don't feel that way about you. But why can't we just be normal friends? Yeah. And, if, and I'm not saying that it couldn't it couldn't evolve into that. Right? But, I mean. It just rarely does. Yeah. It just, usually it's like, oh, well, if you're not into me for sex, then I'm not into you. Right. I mean, like, does it have to be that way? Yeah, does it? I don't know. Eh, it I is what know. it is. So but, that's a stigma we've that's certainly a, run, yes. run across. I mean, I know Julie has certainly met people who have been really into her, and she's like, mm, I'm not really feeling it, too. Yeah. I mean, like, a totally nice guy, but, you know, there's just something that's just not, it's just missing for me, some element. Yeah. But then when it's there, oh, buddy, it's there. Well, and then here's the other thing, too, okay, and I, I know that we've talked about this before off the air, is that you could be into somebody, and then they kiss you, mm-hmm. and it's just, like, game changer right there. Right. It's, like, over and done. I, I know. I like a good kisser. But, I mean, I've, I've experienced the same thing, too. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just, it, but there's a stigma, right? Every, okay, here's another here's another great example because we're kind of on this as well. Yeah. All right. So, if you're in the lifestyle, then you have to be an amazing lover. I know, right? <laughs> then you have to be well, on, your, on your A game all the time. And these are like the best of the best. Just, you know. You feel like there's an award ceremony after. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Olympic but podiums. I, I can, yeah. So, here's the thing about that. That is the most subjective thing 
Because what makes someone a good lover for me might not make someone a good lover for someone else. Yeah. So, so not only are you judged on, are you a good lover, but how do you know how to be, I mean, everyone's different. Yeah. I mean, I've been with some women who are, they want someone who is really aggressive. Right. And that's not my speed. No. No. I mean, you're somewhat aggressive. But I'm not like, I am not like, you know. I feel like when you hit your groove, your, your dominant side comes out. But okay. Typically I'm not. Okay. If if I'm with somebody new, I'm not going to be dominant. Yeah. I'm going to be very sensual. You're going to be more neutral. I'm going to be very sensual. Yeah. I'm going to be very slow. I'm going to be very methodical. I'm going to be very patient because I want to listen to my partner and I want to hear, okay, she gasped when I did this or she moaned when I did that. And then, okay, I'm going to try that again and see if I get, it same, get the same reaction mm-hmm. because obviously it felt good. Right. So I'm going to pay attention to my lover's body mm-hmm. and I'm not going to rush things. I'm not going to... You know, I'm not going to rip her clothes off. It's going to be very slow. I mean, we've talked about this before. I'm I'm a very slow, methodical lover, mm-hmm. and I I'm all good with that. <laughs> but you know, I'm I'm going to make sure that she has that she has an orgasm before I focus on mine. And I right. feel like there's a stigma in the lifestyle where like, okay, it, it's going to be great from from the get go. You know, it's just going to be like, oh my god, you know, fireworks well, and Star Wars. You know, yeah. Star- but when you have two people coming together for the first time, I see. I'm the opposite of that. I will often tell new potential, like if I'm playing with someone new, especially if I get to know them a little bit. I will say to them, I can't wait for the first time I'm going to be with you. And I really feel like the first time you're with someone is not the best. Oh, no. It's never the absolute, oh, my God, this was the best sex of my life. No, because you have to get to know that person. They need to know your body. And will it be good and will it be fun? And there's a very, there's definitely something to say about it being the first time. And there's a lot of excitement in that, right? And I think that's what really pushes that. But the best ever is probably not going to be that first. Okay. So speaking of that, mm-hmm. so when you and Gemma and I uh, were together Gemma. for the first time, mm-hmm. it was a little awkward for me. Was it? Yeah. I mean, just because I don't know her body. Oh, right. Right. Because it was the first time we'd ever, we'd ever been with her. Right. Yeah. I mean, it was fun. Don't get mm-hmm. me wrong. And I really enjoyed myself. She's amazing. Isn't she is. She? I mean, yeah. I, she's I love amazing. that girl. But the first time that we were together, it was a little awkward. And the same for Ashley. I mean, yeah. the very first time that, that the four of us were together, uh-huh. it was a little awkward because we just, we weren't comfortable. But then, yeah. you know, we've been on vacation with them. Right. And like all four of us are just, you know, walking around naked. And, and right. In the hotel care. room. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just like, okay, whatever. Oh my gosh. you If you ever travel with another couple, I highly recommend that you stay, what was that, a Marriott? It was a, it was a Marriott brand and it was a room that was, it was like an extended stay. Mm-hmm. It had a kitchen and living room in the middle, and it had bedrooms and bathrooms on either side. So it was two bed, two bath, suite, yeah. with a kitchen, dining room, living room in the middle. And it was the best room for staying with another couple because we got to have, we each had our own bedroom and bathroom, but we were in the same hotel suite. So, yeah, we were, it was basically one big, it was like a little apartment. I mean, it was like a tiny apartment. apartment. It was so great. It was yeah. made for a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Yeah. Side note, sorry. Yeah. Okay, there you go. It was a, I think it was a Marriott. I don't remember, but it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to do that again. I, it makes me, you know, after being in the lifestyle, it really makes me look at hotel rooms a whole lot different. It does, right? Yeah. <laughs> Our needs are different. <laughs> I walk in, I'm like, how many times have sex, how many times has this couch had sex on it? I don't even think about that. 
I don't. I, I actually am thinking more along the lines of like, okay, I needed to have this. I needed to have this. It's got to have a big enough bathroom. I really like the ones that have like the shower area, like separate from like the sink area. Oh, do you remember when we went to the one that was in downtown uh, Louisville? Yeah. How big that shower was? I loved it. Yeah. Yeah, that was beautiful. That was awesome. Mm -hmm. If it just had two heads, it would have been two right. shower heads. It would have been. Oh, or the one in Asheville. Oh, that was a nice mm -hmm. one too. God, yeah. That was mm -hmm. nice. That was yeah. a, that was like all enclosed too, so it got warm in there. If you don't want to pause this recording, we're gonna to have to stop this topic. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting we, all we, excited. We did get on a side <laughs> note here, but um, no, that, I, that shower in Asheville—that's got some memories. <laughs> um, oh my goodness. But no, okay. But so seriously, I mean, I think the stigma, going back to stigmas, because yes, we really got. I know, we're so far yeah, off topic. Yeah, we got way off on, Sorry. on topic here. Sorry. But going back to stigmas, yeah, now I'm really reminiscing about Asheville. But I think that you expect your new play partner to really be this crazy, amazing lover. And, you know, sometimes they're just not. Well, sometimes they just need to get comfortable. And so, yeah, don't judge somebody by the first time. Yeah, I think that's a thing too. And I think. I think another big stigma in the lifestyle is that everybody is a Barbie doll. Everybody is just like. Okay, well, we're totally. I have that. I have oh, that later. I'm yes. Sorry, I jumped. We're in. not. We're jumping. We're jumping topics All here. Right. Follow. Can... Follow the outline. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry, Matt. <laughs> but okay. I want to say real quick before we get to body image and bisexuality and performance issues, because I have a lot of stigmas. There's a lot of them. I want to say that. One of the things I think people worry when we when we like circle back around to family and friends real quick. Yeah, I think sorry. and I this is something that I had an issue with one of my friends saying this to me. One, she's like, Oh, so now you're gonna try to convert everybody? See, that's crazy. Right? Like I'm not trying to convert anybody. Like so, we, like the last thing I want to do is talk you into having sex with me. That's that's fabulous, right? Yeah. I mean so, I can speak to that a little bit. I actually uh, came out to a family member and they they did not have any idea what to say right but since then they really haven't asked any questions mm -hmm. but we've had really brief conversation on it and it's along the lines of like oh will you just sleep with anybody and i'm like no no, no actually, that's no, not how that works no yeah and uh so yeah i'm, I'm kind of curious like as this progresses you know i mean if the topic comes up again and have some more conversation about it because i would really like to kind of explain things Right. A little bit more. Well, so we're seen as predators that we want to convert everybody. We're spreading STDs, which is not true because most of us are very careful and yes. very, very, you know, we just did a topic about suiting up, a podcast about suiting up, and we're encouraging cheating. Mm -hmm. We're encouraging divorce. Not and like true. none of those things are true. Swingers are, E&M lifestyles actually help marriages. Which is funny because you actually, you know, we've talked to, to we've talked to quite a few couples, and it's just like amazing. I feel like our communication is better. Mm -hmm. We we feel more connected. We feel. I understand my partner better than I ever yeah. have. Yeah, it, exactly. So I'm like, none of those things are true, but those are the stigmas that are out there, and those are the things that we got hit with when we started telling family and vanilla friends about our lifestyle. Yeah, I, I want to clarify something really quick. Okay. Are there cheaters in the lifestyle? Absolutely, they are. Mm -hmm. are, there, are. Do divorces still happen? Absolutely. Absolutely. Breakups, we've seen it. Yeah, I mean, but here's the deal. For people who are in the lifestyle, typically, the typically, not always, the communication is better. With your partner, you are more understanding. Uh, there's just a whole gamut of things that, that 
Your emotional health is better. I think that's a very good one. Uh, Mm -hmm. Your emotional health is way better. And it just seems like there's more communication. Yeah. It's just interesting. And I feel like if there are divorces and cheating in the lifestyle, then those things were probably going to happen whether they're E&M or not. Yes. Right? Like if they're already, this isn't a Band-Aid. No. If you already have problems and then you start opening up your relationship to be with other people, but your core foundation is shaky and unstable then you might have problems and you may end up on that, on that place you don't want to be. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not a bandaid. It's not going to fix you. You need to yeah, be in is, a good place before you start. Yeah, so. this is not a, this is not a like, oh, it's going to fix itself type of thing. Right. So I want to kind of go into a few of the stigmas that we ran into, things that we have seen and like had to definitely decipher and work our way through as we've been in the lifestyle. The first one for me is bisexuality. And this is a huge one. This is like, this is a, this pisses me off if I think about it too hard, too long. It just makes me mad. I'm a redhead and I get my back up about things a little bit once in a while. And when I do, I can't let it go. I'm like a dog with a bone. So, okay. Why are women encouraged to be bisexual? It's even looked down on if we're not, right? So this has happened to me so many times where I'll meet, we'll meet a couple Mm -hmm. and it's just like, oh, do you want girl time? You want to have girl time first before we really get started? Like if it's group play and they're assuming that I'm going to want to make out with the wife, girlfriend, the the female, right? Mm -hmm. While the guys watch for girl time. And I was, I just, that's just so freaking insulting. I want to turn around and say, oh, I don't know. Did you want boy time? (laughs) seriously i want to ask that do you know how many times i've been asked that and i'm like yes i'm bisexual absolutely am i attracted to women yes am i attracted to all women no yeah right and so how do i know that that woman is attracted to me because i don't want to be with someone who's just putting on a show for her partner right that's super insulting to me yeah so oh i get so angry but yeah i've never suggested boy time but the next time that comes up totally going to say it. Okay. So now I know this, and this has also happened to you and it, it doesn't really relate to bisexuality specifically, but we have been in an event before and this was completely, it was a, an event sponsored uh, function. And there was a gentleman that came, we were on a party bus. Oh yeah. This to get your tits out guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's right up there too. Yeah. yeah. So basically we were on a party bus and it was a lifestyle party bus. So we were stopped and uh, so there were two different buses and we were, Julie and I were on one bus and this guy comes in and uh, basically hops on the bus really quick from the, from the, from bus A and we were on bus B and he jumps up, uh, comes in really quick. He's like, how come you guys are still dressed? How come you guys, how come all the girls don't have their tits out? And Julie just looked at me and shook her head. And after he got off, she's like, what you were like, you were so furious. Oh, I, the first thing out of my mouth was I should ask him if he was going to drop it in helicopter. Yeah. Because that's kind of what it feels like. Like no woman ever gets on in, in front of no woman that I've ever seen. And, and maybe they're out there. And if they are kudos to them, cause I need to take some lessons, but never gets up in front of, you know, a mixed group of men and women and says, Hey guys, get your dicks out and swing them around so I can see them. No one says that. Yeah. Right. But I, but as a woman, I'm supposed to just want to be naked. 
Right. So that's a stigma too. Every woman wants to drop their top. So, but I want to go back to the bisexuality thing. Sorry, I just no, no, no. It it was it was a good side note though because it did piss me off. But (laughs) 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 sorry, Uh, all my I really am a nice person. I swear, I'm very mild mannered most of the time. Until you get crossed. And then I get really upset. Yeah. Thank goodness it's never me. Rarely. (laughs) Very rarely. Very, very rarely. So I want to say that when it comes to bisexuality, I feel like men are always super defensive to say that they're always straight. Oh, I'm straight. My wife is bi, but I'm straight. You know, like it's like it's bad if they're bi. And then I'm like, well, why why is that bad? Why am I encouraged to explore my sexuality? And encouraged to be bisexual and encouraged to, you know, want to be with other women. But I mean, Matt, what if you wanted to be with other guys? And, you know, in this lifestyle, you'd be looked down on. Almost like, oh, I feel like you almost would be looked down on because I feel like there's such a stigma that it's sexy for women to be bisexual, but it's not sexy for men to be bisexual. That's true. Which I kind of think it would be hot to watch two guys together. I mean, just saying. Well, from a female I'm sure perspective, there's, there's some that could be arranged somehow, some way. I'm just saying. Yeah, not, yeah. not, no, I'm not putting on a show. I know, I'm, I'm not asking you to, baby. I'm totally not. I don't. Yeah. I never want you to do anything that you don't want to do. And if you're yeah, not, and you're not, you're that's not your thing, and it's all good. Right. But if it was your thing, yeah, then I would want you to do that, and I would not want someone to judge you for it. And if you said that you were bi, I would want somebody to be like, oh, awesome, okay, cool, and go on with life just like they do. Well, you know, I did. I don't know if we talked about this before. I don't know if it was if we talked about it in a podcast or if we didn't. But I know somewhere you had found, and you were telling me that uh, I believe it was, and and this could be, I could be way off, and and I apologize if my numbers are off, but I, I want to say that you told me that like sixty percent of men in the lifestyle are actually either bisexual or bi curious. Yes. That's what I read. Yeah. Yeah, but they don't get to voice it. No, because, because they're afraid. Right. Yeah, because no one wants to be judged. Right. I mean, totally played, unfair. I mean, you and I have we've we've been around bisexual men, and I mean that's mm-hmm. fine. I don't. I mean, I don't. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Well, that's the thing is, is you get to know couples, and yeah. then you find out. Oh well, you know, I am bi curious. Yeah, or I'm bisexual, or right? whatever, whatever the case may yeah. be. Yeah, and I mean, it's like we've what? actually had we attempted to have a threesome with a bi guy. <laughs> we did. But, I mean, I wasn't playing with him and he wasn't playing with me, but, I mean, I think that's Thankfully, the they were both playing with me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was that was the whole intent, and it was just like, you know, okay, whatever. So, I mean, I was comfortable with it because he knew uh-huh. where I was, and he, I knew... Right. I mean, he, I think the, the other stigma is, too, that, oh, he's bisexual, so he's going to want to grab my cock. Right. And that's, that's very far from the truth. Right. I mean, you know, I'm hetero, and I don't go up and grab women's boobs without asking right you know so i mean it's just like why would you think that kind of thing right and, and i feel like that's such a stigma so. or you know it may be the fact of like well i don't want a guy checking off my cock i'm like okay what i mean that's so weird not... because he totally google that shit on i mean you can google and look at all the cocks you want seriously you could yeah i mean so every, i don't know every man has a penis so i just feel like it's such a it's such a judge thing, and it doesn't have to be, and I right. wish it wasn't. Yeah, I mean, if you be whoever you want to be, but be you know, your, I mean, it doesn't do your mean, thing, chicken wing, right? Yeah, just yeah. as long as you go, as long as you have the communication ahead of time, you're like, hey, mm-hmm. I'm not by, and you know, yeah, it's all I'm, cool. And usually, when you have that conversation, it's all good. Yeah, I've so. never had a bad experience, I've never had somebody grope me when they didn't ask permission, right? Well, well I, okay, I've never had another man grope me, but I'm sure you've had women. <laughs> I've had women. Yeah, I'm sorry. I got tongue tied there. I've, it's all good. Yeah. I, I've had women grow me, but I've never had a guy who was bi. 
just like start feeling me up. Yeah, right. You know? But yeah. I've seen it with in the opposite where heterosexual men will actually come up and group women without permission. Yes, we've seen that before. We yeah. have. And that's just, that's. I've been the recipient of that. So yeah, yeah, and I can't, I mean, I'm just surprised, especially. I think another stigma is that if you're in a lifestyle, then it's it's a free for all. You can, right, it's not you a can free do for whatever all. you want. You permission. Know. Yeah. Yes. That's Permission's another, a big deal. That's a side note too. Is it is. Like, please, please ask people if it's okay to touch them, and and you know even with like hugging and stuff, like I I hug a lot of people. I'm a hugger. Me too. And when we go to an event, I I'm all especially people that we've met or that we've known or that we've seen or that we've talked to or whatever. I I feel like I'm free with the hugs. Yeah. But. And, and then sometimes I think, oh, do I ask often enough before I hug? But most of the time, if you if I lean in for a hug, if they're receptive and they're leaning in too, then I assume that it's okay. Yeah. But yeah, I probably should be more careful about asking about just hugging in general. Yeah. But one thing I want to say real quick before we switch off of bisexuality is that going back to women and being bi in the lifestyle, it is frustrating when someone just assumes that you're going to want to be with their partner just because she's bi and I'm bi. And so, okay, the world is perfect place then. Right. Because for me, there needs to be that chemistry. And I want that, I want there to be that chemistry for her. I don't want to be with someone who is just doing it just because. Yeah. You don't right? want to be, you don't want to be putting on a performance. For no, anybody. I'm not putting on a performance for anybody. So I guess my question would be like, okay, is your partner really bisexual or is she just situationally bi where she's going to do this just to please you? Right. And so that, that has come up very frequently for us in this lifestyle. And it's something that I used to not be so opinionated about until I guess I, I've had so many instances come up and now I have a much stronger reaction to it mm -hmm. because I have been treated crappily. Crappily? Is that a word? Um, um, you know, it's going to happen. Inappropriately? Inappropriately. So many times. And so now I'm like, okay, well, let's talk about this. Wait a second, crappily. Crappily. Crappily? I feel like it could be a word. Anyway. Maybe okay. we should look it up in Urban Dictionary. Right. Whatever. <laughs> There's one word in every podcast you know. It can't be, it cannot be an American Polly podcast with Julie talking if there's not a mispronounced or, un or made up word, one or the other. That's okay. <laughs> okay. Performance. <gasps> We've touched on this a little bit. Everybody's supposed to be an amazing lover. No, right? I'm talking about how why isn't your dick hard why aren't you hard get hard get hard for me baby i'm talking i know that's what i'm saying men are not circus monkeys what do you mean we're not circus monkeys you can't just say have your do you for, for a monkey you can say that one <laughs> you know a little tambourine no 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 i saw a burlesque about that one time and it's almost disturbing yeah but anyway I feel like there's this thing in the lifestyle that men are supposed to be like, they, as soon as they drop their pants, they're supposed to be hard. Yeah. And they're like supposed to be like Ron Jeremy up all through the session hard the entire time. And it's yeah. not fair. I mean, women, when we can be happen? never, never. Yeah. I've never seen that happen. Yeah. And it's normal. We're not for one thing. We're not 20. Yeah. I mean, if I was 18 now, you right? know, I could come 18, eight times in a row and keep going. Can I go back in time and meet 18-year-old Matt? <laughs> if I had a time machine. Damn. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> I think I think my record, actually, in all seriousness, I think my record is seven times. Really? Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. Well. I was satisfied. I mean, I was shooting dust at the end. But, I mean... <laughs> oh, my God. My face is so rough. <laughs> Yours is so rough. Oh, my goodness gracious. 
Okay, Matt yeah. and his dust. Yeah. I don't know what to say to that. I'm, I got nothing. Well, I mean, you try it. I mean, there's only so much. I, it's got to reproduce. I mean, I, mean I, don't, I don't have to produce anything, so I'm good. Yeah. I can go and go and go. I know. <laughs> okay, stop. You got to stop. <laughs> well, if I get any redder, I'm going to combust. <laughs> so, holy crap. <laughs> Matthew, you're killing me. Okay, the thing is, is we, sometimes we struggle just as much. I can't make a solid thing. What? What? Well, sometimes women struggle just as much. Sure. But no one knows it because we don't, we're not, you know, there's no appendage to like show where we're at with our, you know, erotic. The nipples are not an indication. Sometimes, but not always. Yeah. But, you know, like, are we wet or not? Well, some women aren't as wet as others, right? This so, is true. you know, there's no real way to gauge with women the way there is with men. It's not like an instant gauge, right? And so I feel like, I just feel like with men, there's like this thing where you're going to be hard and you're going to be perfect and you're going to be like super randy and ready to go. And I don't, I don't think that's really true. I mean, I could be really wound up and ready to go, but it may not show. Right. Exactly. That didn't mean that, for, that didn't mean that to rhyme, but. <laughs> you're so not serious about this topic. I am. I mean, I, I am. I mean, there's, I mean, even when we had Gemma over. Mm -hmm. And we, I mean, everybody got naked. I mean, I, it took me a little while to yeah, actually get home. Right? Yeah. And if if you guys stopped playing with me, I I lost my erection. Right. But that doesn't mean that you're not into it. Oh, I was so into you it. You were so into it, right? But, I mean, it took me you a just, while. You just need a fluffer. I, I needed two fluffers. You had them. I did. <laughs> well, I just want to say, I feel like there is a performance stigma. Yeah. I feel like men need a connection just like women do. And it's unfair to be judged by your body when it's not like you have control over that, right? Like their bodies are not perfect. Sometimes they work great. Sometimes they don't work great. We all know this. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we all want our bodies to be a certain way or do a certain thing. And it isn't that way. So I feel like we have to give each other a little bit of, of grace there because it's unfair to be judged. Yeah. I mean, I think you also touched on the other thing too is like, Everybody is supposed to be like all men are supposed to be like Ron Jeremy, Peter North, or whatever you know. Right. You know, have a ten-inch cock, and that's just not the case. We're all made differently. We're Absolutely. All, I mean, women, not to be judgy, but I mean, women all have different sized breasts. Yes, we um, do. Men have different sized cocks. I mean, it's just the, right. It's just a simple fact of life. I replied to somebody on Reddit the other day about this. I was scrolling through Reddit and this gentleman had said something along the lines of, you know, I'm, I'm average. I'm five and a half inches. And am I still going to be able to please women in the lifestyle? And I'm like, I replied back and I was a little late to the party because I think he had replied like the earth set that out the day before. But, and I was like, enthusiasm and experience counts for a whole lot. It really does. And enthusiasm is the biggest one. If you are into your partner and they're into you and you want to please them, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. All that matters is that you are making everything making everything good. Touch her in the way she wants to be touched. Yeah, and I think that comes back to listening to your partner. Right. And really focusing in on what, what she likes and being able to listen to her body. Exactly. And I think that's the biggest thing. I think men typically get in too big of a hurry and like, mm -hmm. oh, boobs, woo. And, you know, that's, <laughs> and, you know then, then all common sense kind of goes out the window. Right. So, yeah, it's, I mean, I don't want to be judged on the size of my breasts. My breasts are small. I'm a B cup. I like them. 
right? I yeah. like them too. They're so incredibly sensitive. They are that. Yeah. But I don't judge guys that I'm with, you know, if they have a nine inch cock or a four inch cock, it doesn't matter to me. What matters to me is, do you know what to do with it? Because right. if you don't know what to do with it and you don't are not excited to be there, it's going to take a lot out of it. Well, I mean, we've actually been with people, you know, different couples and you're like, you know, he's ginormous, but it didn't do anything for me. Right. It didn't because he wasn't into being with me. Yeah. Right. And it showed, it really showed. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you can do, you can accomplish the exact same thing with a dildo. Seriously. Well, you can buy whatever size you want. You can. And it's it's all about the person and it's all about what they're doing and their enthusiasm and the, the way they're touching me, the way they're kissing me. Yeah. All those things matter so much. So I do feel like there's a lot of photos. Okay. So you get on these groups, you know, in the lifestyle, there's lots of like Facebook groups and Instagram groups and social media is all over the place. And there's pictures everywhere in the lifestyle and videos. And then you start judging yourself thinking, well, I don't look like that. Well, I don't look like her. Or I don't look like him. I never, I rarely post pictures of myself on anything because I am a little embarrassed that my breasts are small, you know, but do I want to change them? Mm -mm. No, I've gone 43 years with the ones I have and I like them quite a bit. I, I like them too. I don't want you to change them. Right. I can yeah. make them bigger. No. Yeah. Why? No. I like the sensitivity and I like the feel. Right. Well, Matt's cock is not 10 inches, but I don't want him to change it. Please don't change it because I love your cock the way it is. I don't know how to change them. If you could, I wouldn't want you to. Yeah. I mean, do they make detachable penises? I have no idea, but I don't even want to think about that because it just sounds painful for you. Yeah. So I like it the way it is. I yeah. think it's great. It's wonderful. I, I mean, I like it the way it is. It does all the things I needed to do. Yeah. So there you go. So I, I just feel like there is a big stigma about that. Like if you are in a group and sometimes oh. I've been in group play before where literally I was... The woman with the biggest hips and the smallest boobs. And I'm like, wow, here we go. Well, and here's the other thing, too. I mean, especially in group play. I mean, it's, yeah, I have no, my tongue never wears out. But, yeah. <laughs> Thank God for that. But there, I mean, we've been in group play before. Like, you know, I just cannot get an erection. Mm -hmm. Period. Right. You know, I'm not afraid to admit that. But it's just like, it just doesn't happen. I, yeah. I, anxiety or whatever, you know, it's in my head. Mm -hmm. But. It just doesn't happen. But, and, and it's okay. It's yeah. all good. But I think that's the stick. I think that's the part but of the But your enthusiasm was there. Oh, my enthusiasm was certainly right. there. Right. But you were right. It's part of the stigma. Yeah. It's part of the stigma. Oh, we're in a group play. There's, you know, why aren't women. You hard? And, you know, like, yeah, why aren't you? Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's unfair. Totally unfair. So I want to wrap this up with one more. And this is something that Matt and I have been a little bit guilty of in the past, but we have grown. <laughs> in our in our lifestyle journey well, we and just realize about erections and now you're talking about growing. I know, right? Yeah. I'm a winner. Why are you like moving your hand up and down the cord? I was you're I like, was adjusting the cord. Oh, funny. I think you're just seeing what you want to see there, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Matt thinks I'm stroking the cord to my to microphone. my microphone. Oh, I think it's I think that you are wound up and that's all visual for you, baby. No, I don't I don't you're the one that blushed really but look see, you're doing it again. <laughs> That was on purpose. <laughs> so the first time was it? No. <laughs> <laughs> now who's Okay. Watching? All right. Circle around. Circle the wagons there, baby cakes. Okay. Judging someone for their boundaries. Ooh. This gets this happens a lot. And Matt and I, in the beginning, when we first got in the lifestyle, before we really understood boundaries better and we really understood 
why couples have, do what they do. And mm-hmm. when we were newbies, we were a little more judgmental. We'd be like, well, that's a crazy boundary. Why are they doing that? Right. And now we've learned because we've been in for a while and we've had so many conversations with other people and communication and really grown in our mental, the way we, the way we mentally approach a lifestyle, like the, the way we in ways of accepting other people's boundaries. Yeah, we've learned why people have boundaries and why they're important. And and it's not so odd to us as it was. When we first got started, we would, didn't understand it. Yeah, and we just asked more questions. Now. Right, and so now we are definitely in a different place with that. So we're in the place now where, okay, well, if that's your boundary, that's wonderful. We appreciate that you have boundaries and that's not our boundary, and your boundary makes this not work for us. Yeah, and, and you know, and we've like met a... couples that were just like super awesome, mm-hmm. and like, hey, you know, you guys don't kiss. We 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 need that. We need that, right? So and... for us, that's important for play. Yeah. For them, it's a boundary. Right. So that makes them great people and us great people, but not great together. Yeah, we've had to turn down play before because of that nature, mm-hmm. but and that's fine. And we've literally said. We've literally said that sentence to them mm-hmm. where, hey, you're great, we're great, but this boundary is something that we can't work with. I don't think we said we're great, but I think we said that they're great. Well, we're great too. <laughs> <laughs> but, but literally, that's what it comes down to. And that should be that should be okay and accepted. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to ever judge someone for their boundaries. If someone says to me, well, our boundary is that I'm not going to let my husband out of my sight. I want him to always be in the same room with me. I can understand what their need for that, right? Right. Everyone is walking a different life. Everyone has a different background. And that's something that we've learned. Your past, you don't want to let it control your future, but it definitely affects your future. Mm -hmm. So couples may have had issues in the past or past relationships, and you don't know how they were treated or what traumas they went through. And they have those boundaries in place because they need them. Right. So we've learned to not judge anyone for their boundaries. If it doesn't work for us, we just tell them, I'm sorry, but we need this thing that you're not willing to do. And and that's okay. Let's just be friends. I mean, and so this goes beyond kissing as well. Right. So this goes into some BDSM play. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, hey, we, you know, she really likes to be tied up and used and like, oh, well, we're not really into that. Right. Or she likes to be bruised or she like, you know, or he, he needs to be able to do that. Right. That's an outlet for him. And I'm like, well, that's not going to work for me. Right. So my pain tolerance is nil. Or, you know, he likes to be yeah. tied up and abused. I'm like, right. eh, we're not into that. And that's just not our thing. Yeah. So respect is the most important part there. We respect other couples for their boundaries and we want to be respected for ours. And we don't want to be judged because we have boundaries in place for a reason. Yes. We approach together because that's what works for us the best. We can gauge where we're at and we know we're not leaving any each other behind or we don't have any of those weird feelings when we approach together. Right. So that's why we do what we do. Yeah. But I feel like it's unfair for our, for us to say to someone, oh, well, your boundaries are stupid, you know, and we, there's a lot of, well, I don't think I've ever said that to anybody. Yeah, I've never right. said that to anybody, yeah, but, right. but there are I definitely are people out there who I know who will talk about other couples' boundaries, like, oh, well, that couple doesn't do this or that couple doesn't do that. And I'm thinking, and they talk about it in like a derogatory way. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, they have those reasons. They have that for a reason. Right. So and whatever their reason is, it's theirs. And if I could steal your line, I don't want to yuck their yum. I don't want to yuck their yum. Yep. Yeah. So that's kind of how I feel about that. Yeah. <laughs> so. 
<laughs> I feel like I was very on my soapbox on this one. I'm sorry if I came across so strong on these on these topics, but I I don't like uh I don't like the stigmatisms in the lifestyle. I feel like it's unfair. It is. And you know, in all fairness, Julie and I are still it's still a journey of learning. It's still a journey of discovery. We we don't have all the answers. We don't. Um and it it's continue we continually evolve. I wish we did. No, I mean, as far as our journey in life, yeah. we're continually lifestyle. We, we're continually evolving. I feel like we're that. we're learning new things about ourselves. We're learning that yeah, we do. We have our own stigmas that we need to work on. We do, yeah, um, we do. You know, as far as everyone does, it's really difficult to not have any kind of bias. Yeah, I mean, we do our darndest not to judge people, mm-hmm. and you know, sometimes that works, and you know, sometimes we'll go to an event and they'll be doing something, and we're like, oh, I, that is just not mm-hmm. right. And some when somebody is doing something right in front of you that is totally, utterly not your thing, it is really hard to be like, whoa, why are they doing that? and judge them for it right when we should be saying rock on and walk on yeah you know we've got to learn that oh i should put that on a shirt rock on walk on that's a good one i feel like that's a good one and it rhymes matt's yeah. looking at me like you're an idiot <laughs> I, I wasn't thinking that at all what were you thinking i wasn't thinking that at all <laughs> <laughs> so transparent so transparent all right ladies and gentlemen thank you for listening to this kind of long talk about stigmas i hope that it helps you think about these things and maybe not be judgmental in the future and hopefully you're not being judged either and if you are rock on and walk on we certainly haven't covered every topic but we wanted to share some of the things that we have had happen to us happen to us and been exposed to while we have been in the lifestyle yes absolutely so we're wrapping this up, right? You don't have anything else to say? No, I'm good. Are you sure? Yeah. Are you absolutely positive? I'm positive. Okay. I mean, I could say a lot because it's a lot. It's a big topic, but let's wrap it up, baby Dale. Okay. All right. Until next time. I'm Julie. And I'm Matt. Thanks for listening to American Polly. Mm-hmm.